Hi everybody, I hope you're well. I'm a little bit late in posting this and I apologize for that. It's been a strange weekend and I'm sure it has been for you, especially if you're in the States. One of the things I wanted to talk about today is relief and program in that moment, thinking in some ways about joy. So it's been a strange weekend for my family, as I said before. Something dramatic happened and we're dealing with an outside issue and we've been dealing with it now for about two weeks. And we've sort of moved on from the incredible crisis moment towards living with it. And this is, I think, a really important reminder, even though it's an outside issue, it's an important reminder, I think, about using the tools of recovery and why we might need recovery even when we think we don't. That is in moments of profound joy, profound relief, and profound happiness. I find um, that I'm strongest when I'm bracing myself against fear. So last week, I was hyper-focused. Hyper-focused at work. I was committed to taking care of myself physically, and I was a really very present parent to my kids. And what I found was that I was able to accomplish a lot, even in um, a profound moment of fear. And since Saturday... I have not (laughs) been as focused. I've been very joyful, and I'm joyful for a couple of reasons. One is the outside issue of the election, and then the other is the thing that um, I was waiting for to happen didn't. It happened, and so I didn't have to be fearful anymore, and this is in our private life. And I felt like I could, you know, reclaim our physical space without fear. And that led to an incredible feeling of joyousness. And that happened on Saturday as well. And the weather where I lived was just unbelievably beautiful this weekend. And it was like 75 degrees and sunny. And it just felt like, you know, I just felt a feeling of happiness and hope. But I noticed that, um, Even in this moment, I still have aspects of my disease that I need to deal with. I was um, really beating myself up for not getting work done this weekend. And I was beating myself up for not exercising. And um, I was overeating. And that was triggering me with all kinds of negative thoughts. And I was really just, you know, I, I tell myself I wasn't feeling like myself, but what I was doing was really disciplining myself. And that's a moment of recovery because I realized how fear and discipline are linked for me. I need one for the other. And then the question becomes, how can I let go of both and yet still be productive and still find a way forward and still learn a new way to work and a new way to take care of myself and to parent and to be in the world? And that's really hard in moments like this, especially if you're feeling joy or relief or happiness. Like me, I'm, I'm, it's really hard for me <laughs> in this moment. And if you're not, even if you've been feeling those things and now you're transitioning towards fear and frustration, then it's also, I think, an opportunity to think about you know, those bigger questions of where we are in recovery. And where I'm at is uh, I've got a lot of work to do. A lot. So that's where I'm at for today. I'm really trying hard to make a plan for this week because um, of the heightened situation my family is going through. As I said, it's an outside issue, but the family disease impacts it and how we handle it. And um, 
you know, I've been going to a meeting every day online. I went to one every day last week and it, it was really helpful. Um, and in those meetings, you know, I've, I've been pushing myself to share. Um, and sometimes I've been pushing myself to be quiet and listen. And both of those strategies have been helpful. So I think I'm going to try and keep doing that this week. And then the other thing that I did last week that I think was really helpful and I kind of want to continue is to dig deep and really think about fear. I had such profound fear last week, like physical fear about being outside because of the nature of what we're dealing with. And, you know, without going into too many details, it just impacts our house. It it hits very close to our home and it's very anxiety provoking for me. And I found myself coming up with these like wildly fearful situations of what might be. And of course, none of them came to pass. They really were um, wildly outside of the reality of the situation, which is terrible. And it's still terrible, but it wasn't as terrible in my head. You know, my head made things worse. My mind, my imagination made things worse. And I think that's just, you know, again, for me, often what comes to pass, that is, you know, trauma is slow and unfolds and in increments rather than in large, um, catastrophic ways that I sometimes imagine will happen. And why I'm mentioning this is that, you know, last week I did a lot of work. I found it really profound to think about fear and to really find strategies to manage it. And what I came up with was, um, some helpful ways, some helpful tools. Um, And the first, of course, is to feel the feeling, which can be really hard for me to do. I'd rather do almost anything than acknowledge that I feel fear. I'd rather feel angry. I'd rather feel um, depressed um, than scared. And then the next thing is to really um, put pressure on the narrative that I'm creating in my head. Because sometimes these stories, they, you know, they allow me to, you know, changing the narrative allows me to recognize that the fear is about past hurts and past traumas. And I'm a different person now. And I can handle this current trauma with empowerment. I don't have to be who I was before. And that's been helping. I mean, I'll even say like, you know, childhood me is scared. Adult me is not. <laughs> really trying to keep a separation between who I am now in this moment and who I was before without punishing or shaming who I was before when I didn't have the tools that I needed to protect myself. And then again, you know, some reminders are just who do I want to be in this moment, right? What kind of mom do I want to be in this moment? I don't want my kids to feel this fear. And so for them to not feel that fear, I need to be, um, a secure and safe presence in their life. So that's kind of where I'm at. (laughs) What does this have to do with knitting or even sewing or crafting? Well, again, what I find is that I'm doing like two things right now. One I already talked about, which is that I'm just returning to, as I said before, tried and true patterns and knitting projects that are already in progress, (laughs) in progress. I want to be making the things that I know work well for me. I want to be practicing, um, you know, techniques I already know how to do rather than taking on something new. Um, so there's that. And so I've been finding comfort in like knitting socks, you know, just vanilla sock pattern. And I'm also just still finishing up my shawl and 
working on sewing together the dumpster fire ornaments. They're not exactly where my mind is right now, but it's fun to just kind of check it off the to-do list and um, move it from an unfinished object to a finished object. So now I have something to gift um, to my friends if I need to for the holiday season. I've also just been looking at my like to be mended list. I have a pair of pants that are almost finished. They just need to be hemmed. So I think I'm going to do that. I have um, a shirt that I've been sewing up that just needed a few finishing touches, like the closures, you know, all the fussy details, sewing the buttonholes, putting the buttons on um, that I never seemed to want to do um, before. But now I feel like it's exactly the kind of um, focused task that I need to take my mind off my situation. Yeah, so I'm just doing things like that, trying to take care of unfinished business in the crafting pile when I can't really focus at work or on anything else productive. I can also do some laundry. Ooh, always do some laundry. You know, my daughter and I, we had some time to kill recently. One of the positive things is that my son's hockey started back up and they're taking extreme measures for safety, which I'm very happy about. And so I'm not allowed to watch the practice or even be in the arena. But this means that, you know, as a single mom, I got to take both kids with me. And so my daughter and I just have some time to kill in the parking lot. So we took up embroidery, which <laughs> we're making weird embroidery projects together. Um, but, you know, it's really been fun. She colors on fabric with marker and she writes a message to her friends. And then I embroider it and it's silly and they're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but definitely captures her art and mine. And I love that. And so... That's been bringing me joy. I guess in this moment, what I want to say is wherever you are, whatever you're feeling, whether it's incredible joy and relief or whether it's fear and frustration, whether there's a profound thing happening in your personal life or you're just reflecting on the outside issues that are gripping the world, I hope you're well and making progress in recovery. I hope that you're finding a way through this moment and that you have some beautiful materials to work with. And I hope that you're inspired to continue to do the work of recovery, which I think can sometimes be harder when we're happy. And I sure am happy right now, even with the challenges that I'm facing. So I think I'm going to stop there. Thanks for listening. I'm so happy that you're here. I also just want to remind you that I'm just sharing my personal experience of strength and hope. I hope that it helps you in some small way. Take what you like and leave the rest. Bye, friends. Bye.